What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a brand new episode for everybody. 102. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Getting ready for this uh, fantasy fantasy football draft tomorrow. About to win it this year. I feel it, man. <laughs> this year, year. Yep. Gotta say that every year until until the injuries come in. So until then, this is my year, man. It's a total crapshoot. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm rooting for you, Rich. Outside of me, I'll, I'll take you as number number two. <laughs> I mean, as long as time doesn't win, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think we got to worry about that. No. Tom, Tom always talks a big game in the beginning, then then the season starts diving, and he's quiet the rest of the season. <laughs> like last year, he was like, what? He was like, what, like 6-2 and two or something at one point? Yeah. He, I think he finished the first, first in the regular season, but didn't didn't make it very far past that. Yeah, I think he was out in the first round. I think he lost mm-hmm. to Evan. I think that's what he lost to. Yep. So, I mean, everybody's got it out for Tom, so as long as he doesn't win... <laughs> Everybody, everybody's gonna be satisfied. So yeah, for sure. I mean, speaking of the NFL, I mean, your boy Jimmy G, man, he resigned, man. What's going on over there, man? You know, I, I think it it really just boiled down to that. <laughs> this is this is the only thing that in my mind that could have happened. They don't trust Trey Lance, and they 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 were either gonna cut him or you know give him probably more money guaranteed this year than he would have gotten anywhere else. And if he does well or you know does his job i think that he gets a, a decent contract next year yeah but i wonder if it's going to be from i think i think it's from another team though i don't know if uh oh yeah no not he's done with the 49ers after this year yeah sure. yeah but i mean it plays in his favor because then he gets to go wherever he wants to go mm-hmm. he doesn't have to worry about uh someone trading for him that he doesn't want somewhere somewhere he doesn't want to be and it gives them more options so and he gets to see how the teams play out based off like free agency, draft picks. So he he can put himself in a, a, a great position, great position, and uh, probably finish out finish out his career somewhere. So, yeah, exactly. And and you know, I think I think he's a serviceable guy. Uh, he doesn't obviously doesn't play through much uh, in terms of injury, but I, I think he can he can be a fine you know backup or if you need a, a fill in guy, I think he's perfect for that. So, or, or like a stopgap, kind of like the Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he'll, he'll, he could probably get you to the playoffs. Obviously he's taken uh, San Francisco to two of the last three NFC championships, but I, I don't think he has what it takes to get to the, uh, to finish it off. Yeah. We'll see what the giants do mm-hmm. with uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, that could be an option for us, depending on how the uh, draft picks fall. Um, yep. There's some other teams as well. Atlanta could be one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think he'll go somewhere where it's not too much of a, a rebuild. Indianapolis, and, uh, yep. if, Matt, if Matt Ryan doesn't play out. Yep, the Saints, that could be another option if Jameson mm-hmm. doesn't play out. So, yep, he, he's he's got options. For sure, for sure. As long as he doesn't go to Tampa. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't be, you can't go behind Brady after you got traded and then go to the, <laughs> that would like, actually, come on, man. Be, that would be great. Yeah, but. I mean, I would, I'm sure they're going to make a run for him as well, just because uh, they're going to need they're going to be in the need of a quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know if you saw this thing with uh, your boy Sauce Gardner, man. He's getting to deal with Buffalo Wild Wings, man. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. 
Yeah, man. He's uh getting the deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, looks like they're kind of trying to come up, give him like his own sauce. You know, basically, basically off his nickname. Oh, the sauce, uh, sauce. Sauce, yeah. So I, I think that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be funny to see him in commercials hitting us with the with the double sauce tundra. Uh, <laughs> The guy, I mean, the guy does have a lot of swag. Had a good preseason. He's he's going to be a starter coming out. So you know, get get him sauced up. There you go. See, you, you should be <laughs> you are already on the marketing team, man. <laughs> get him sauced up at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I like the. Uh, I feel like the NFL is finally moving in the direction of uh, like showcasing their players because I mean, you don't really see many players, but but outside of the helmet. So sometimes when you see players, most people don't really recognize who they are because they're mm-hmm. not really in commercials. Some of the most notable ones is like Odell, just because um, he had the catch and you know he's out there like that. So other other players, people don't really know too well or wouldn't be able to recognize them without the helmet on or the jersey. So um, I like the way that they're moving in this direction. NFL is the uh, number one uh, sp- sports franchise, so to say. Sometimes, mm-hmm. so they're just keeping the keeping their. Uh, the momentum going. I'm looking forward to the season, though. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I don't know if you saw your boy da- Aaron Donald hitting people with helmets in practice <laughs> against the I, Bengals, man. I, I did see that. I mean, it, it's it's almost comical. These uh these most of these you know combined practices uh, turn into you know you, you get you get a few brawls here and there. I mean, we saw it with the uh, Patriots in Carolina. You see it with the Rams and and the Bengals, but yeah, Donald, you know, throwing he had two helmets in his hand at the end. Um, yeah, he was uh he's down two fisticuffs, man. I'm not. Right. By the way, I'm not messing with that guy. No, definitely not. I mean, they showed the little clip of what happened, but you can't really see what like started it. Um, and then like everybody's pretty much in a in a like a brawl kind of type of a uh, situation. Everybody's close. And then um, all of a sudden you see them helmets flying, man. He had uh, he had Bengals helmets in his hand too, which was a funny thing. <laughs> That's so what I mean, he snatched the helmet from somebody. So on the not so fun side, your boy uh, uh, Brian Robinson got shot, got caught up in a robbery. So I guess some people were trying to rob him, but it doesn't look like he's gonna miss much time, man. So I mean, if you're still thinking about him in your fantasy team, that would definitely be a good pickup. Yeah, they didn't put, they didn't put him on pup, um, which means that they think he's gonna be back within the first four weeks. And and I, I I don't know you know how that that all works out or whatnot, but um, you know good for him that he he avoided uh, you know a a big time injury that, that would have uh, you know could have really disrupted his career. It seems like everything is 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 okay, but yeah, I think it's it's uh it's scary, man. Like I I can't imagine. Oh yeah, I mean especially be, you know um, it's not even like he's like an established player. I mean he's pretty much in his first year of uh of football and it's not like he had like a huge contract or anything like that but right, i mean right. for, for for people to be after him like that i mean it shows that you got to be careful who you keep around you for sure now i gotta find a new sleeper rich for tomorrow oh for the uh, football i mean i got a bunch yeah. man i got some other <laughs> ones man i've been doing my research man good good i mean just to throw it out there so uh we got fantasy our fantasy football draft coming up tomorrow just like I said, it's about to go down. So, I mean, it's a lot of players, man. I mean, we talked about the rookies like London, Alave, Sky Moore, uh, Lucas Jones, Pickens. Did we talk about Pickens? Uh, yes. The, 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 the kid from Pittsburgh. Yeah, the uh, yep. receiver from Georgia. Yep. Yep. Moving up on the on the depth chart. He's definitely going to be uh, getting some a lot of playing time over there. 
I think we mentioned uh, Brian Robinson. We mentioned uh, Bochenko. Um, he's moving up on the depth chart too for the Chiefs. Then there's Kyle Phillips from the Titans. He's a mm-hmm. like he's like a slot receiver. So apparently, you know, your boy uh, Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. He loves throwing to uh, slot receivers. So that might be a, a nice pickup if uh, if you're looking if you're looking at receivers towards the end of your draft um, that people might not know about. He might be one. And then the other one it was uh, Dotson. Uh, looks like he's going to be the starting slot for um, the Commanders. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wentz loves throwing the slot receivers too. So uh, that might be somebody else you could pick up late towards the end of the round. And then everybody else, I think we mentioned like Khalil Herbert. I heard, uh, I forgot to get first first name, Stevenson on the Patriots. Ramondre. Yep. I heard he's moving up in the depth chart. That might be another guy to keep your eye out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Alex Pierce on the Colts. Another guy, another big slot receiver. Uh, he's like 6'2". And uh, uh, Matt Ryan likes throwing the slot, slot, receivers, slot receivers, too. That could be another one. Um, and then I know Wendell Robinson's moving up on the Giants depth chart. And then uh, I don't know about, um, there's another guy, Thornton. I don't remember where he was from. Oh, um, uh, uh, not Tyquan Thornton. Uh, I don't remember the first name. I saw somebody mention mention him, but I don't I don't know which one it was. Tyquan Thornton was on. He's he's injured. He's on the Patriots. Oh, so that, yeah. that was that was another guy. Yeah. Okay. That that yeah. I think that that might have been him to keep out keep an eye out for if you have some receivers that get injured mm-hmm. during the season. You're looking for some replacements, or if you're just looking to take some bets or some risk towards the uh, the bottom uh, end of your draft. If you have uh, pretty much your roster filled out, just in case guys uh explode on the on the on the uh on the scene mm-hmm. and then um yeah that's all i got for any other sleepers for fantasy football but definitely looking forward to uh the football the fantasy football draft tomorrow i'm down at eight you're down at uh four at four i'm at three three okay so i mean this, the draft starts at three so i mean you're gonna be <laughs> the draft does start at three so i mean you're gonna be setting the tone for the, for everybody else behind you so i'm looking forward to see what happens same. You just never one one pick can can throw the draft into uh into chaos. So that's yep. uh, that's that's what I wait for. Yep. Because if somebody goes quarterback too early or a tight end too early, then you're gonna see a wildfire of uh, the same position go off. But I mean, you gotta stay. You just gotta go with the best available. And um, it's gonna be it's gonna be that's, that's gonna be crazy. I'm because I know somebody's gonna do something crazy. I don't think it's gonna be Tom. I, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be like. Cross or or uh, Coughlin right behind me. I think Coughlin's mm-hmm. at nine. So but I wouldn't be surprised if Tom did something weird too, because he has he has the first pick. I feel like none of none of the players he's gonna like is gonna be there when he gets back down to him. But he's gonna be uh he's gonna be scrambling. Then <laughs> uh, on to the NBA. I mean, not too much here, but I mean, your boy Pat Beverly got signed to the Lakers, man. We we need a <laughs> we need a LA Lakers hard knocks right now, man. Oh my gosh. I I need that, to see that practice. That, that team goes in with LeBron, Beverly, and Westbrook all on the same floor. That could, that could, that's dangerous. Yeah, man, I need to see a hard knot of that of that joint right now, man. Because <laughs> him, him and Westbrook have so much bad blood, man. The practices are definitely gonna be heated. I mean, Beverly's definitely gonna be calling out Anthony Davis. He's gonna be calling him soft. So, I mean, but I, I also think he's what they need uh, as a far as a toughness standpoint, kind of like a replacement for Rondo. But just not as a, not as skilled offensively. But I mean, he's going to give them that that fire that they need to uh, uh, when it comes to the if they get into the playoffs. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely the guy you want on your side. 
you know, you saw with Minnesota, I, I think um, he's he's uh, he brings definitely the heart and soul. Uh, he's tough. He's def- he, he's defensively minded, but he can still knock down a couple outside shots. It's just I don't know. I just feel like the Lakers are just grasping for straws at this point. They they don't know really what to do. Is what it seems like to me. Yeah, pretty much. It just looks like they're trying to stay relevant, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, man. Because once once the season starts, if they don't get off to a hard start, it'll be over for them. Because there's so many teams that are. Uh, I feel like every team in the damn West is a playoff team. Yeah, except for like except for like one or two teams. But I mean, they're gonna be fight. They will pretty much be fighting for the best team in LA. I mean, let alone their division. So, and then they're they're opening it up against the Warriors. So, I mean, that's they got to start off hot because once these other teams start going, it's gonna be over for them. Mm-hmm. And don't let don't let anybody get injured. So. Oh gosh, they're they're gonna be done. And then outside of that, your boy Chet's out for the season. Kind of, we thought he would get injured and be out for the season because of his uh, body type, his size. But it kind of came way earlier than we thought. But like, like I mentioned before, off off air, man, I think this is a. Uh, even though it's bad, it seems bad for the uh, the Thunder. Is I think is also great because they got so many picks for next next year. Um, I think if they paired him with the uh, the big uh, the other big kid that's coming out, I mean that's a great one two punch right there. Yeah, I mean it, um, it's unfortunate, but but you're right. I think you know that it'll, it'll probably cost them a few wins in, in the in the uh, this year. Um, again, may push them back into a top five pick, top three pick, something like that. And like you said, they're they're loaded with picks. So you know, if if it were a time where he's gonna go out and 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 take it, you know, not not play a year, I think now's the time to do it, and and they can load up with some other young talent around him. Yeah, man, but and also gives the opportunity for the other draft picks they got this year to showcase what they got. Because I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, that's one of. The, that's what I said. If, if they if they get this kid from next year for next year, man, with the first pick, man, I told you, man, I might have to put in my papers, man. That might be my <laughs> that might be my second team right there, that OKC team, because it's giving me the it's giving me the uh, early Kevin Durant and um not Russell Russell Westbrook vibes, but um as far as like young talent that's really good. But they got like two potential K. There'll be two potential KDs on their team if things pan out. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we saw it with uh, you know the year David Robinson was out with the Spurs. They they pretty much tanked and got Tim Duncan uh, with the number one pick, and you know the rest was history. Five championships later, you know, uh, really set them up. So maybe you get a situation like that. Not that Oklahoma City's established or that Chet Holmgren's established, but if you throw two number one picks or two you know top three picks uh, into a, a young lineup like that. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it can work out for you. Oh yeah, definitely. And then uh, the NBA is doing the throwback jerseys this year. Looking forward to uh, seeing those. Some of the '90s jerseys. Mm-hmm. When I actually go out and cop one. Um, they got the Suns one coming back. Oh yeah. I feel like those those jerseys were great. Yeah, the the Suns one's awesome. Um, you know, I think Charlotte's was always good. The, yep. They'll have the. I think they have the purple one coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some fun ones out there. I think what, what's the other one I was thinking of? The was it the Trailblazers? There's, what, there's, the, the, the Rip City ones or yeah, no, not the Rip City ones. Just the the uh, their old school like Blazers jerseys. Um, maybe that's not the one I'm thinking of. The I like uh, the old Nuggets one. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. That's the one I was thinking of. The Nuggets jersey, the old Alex English Nuggets <laughs> jersey. Yep. Yeah, I, so, I like when they when they do some of those. Yeah, man, might have to go out and cop some, man, but. <laughs> It's going to be dependent on uh, what players are available because, you know, the jersey's going to be selling like hotcakes. 
Yep. Then uh, your boy, my boy R.J. Barry, he got his extension. He mm-hmm. got the four, four for one twenty. It's actually the first uh, Knicks extension on a rookie since like '99 or some craziness, <laughs> which is crazy. Hopefully, you know we can move in the right direction and uh, start building through the draft instead of uh, trying to wait to uh, only wait till you know free agents come to try to pick, you know, get players. I mean, there's uh, you got to do both. Yeah, for sure. You know, they they. they... They've struggled in the draft, and they've struggled signing free agents, and uh, that's a recipe for disaster. So hopefully, you know, they hit on this one, and and you know they can they can make some other moves to to bolster themselves in the in the East, which is becoming increasingly tougher as well. Yeah, honestly, I think it's going to be a while before we get up there in the East. I think right now we're pretty much at best going to pe- pretty much be a play-in team. So I think we have a lot of moves to try to make, and then uh, we're gonna have to find we have to hit on some picks, man, because. Uh, it's, it's going to be a long day because a lot of these players in the East are young. I mean, you got Tatum, Brown, you got Giannis, you got Embiid. I mean, these players are in their early 20s. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. It, again, like like we talked about, the East is tough. You get the Bucks; They're not going anywhere. Celtics, obviously, not going anywhere. Uh, Philly, uh, depending on what Joel Embiid you get and and how uh, – how our boy Harden does, uh, you know, th- th- they should be there at least in the next few years. Don't forget about Miami. You got Jimmy Butler and company um, down there and Toronto. I, I mean, I, it's just a, it's a tough it's, a, it's turning into a tough conference. I mean, it, it doesn't have the firepower, I would say, that the West has. But I think, you know, in terms of, of the, the talent, it's pretty, pretty, pretty equal across the top there. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if uh, if if Devonta gets another piece, they're going they're gonna to be dangerous too because uh, Scotty Barnes is a beast. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we want we have to see how it plays out. I mean, we can't be getting the 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 picks right behind the players we want, a la Zion and Steph Curry and some other players. So <laughs> we we got to get we got to get lucky, man. We need some luck on our side. I mean, the only luck one we have was the Patrick Ewing one, but we need some more luck like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it takes sometimes, right? It's you can you can do whatever you can, and, and it's tough in free agency. It's just in the NBA in general, how they incentivize players to stay with their teams. So you kind of gotta, you know, rely on the draft and, and maybe a trade or something here and there. But it's a uh, it's 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 a tough league, and you need a you need a top five guy to to win anything. So yep, and then that's the thing you're gonna need at least two of them. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need two top top ten guy or top five guys. I mean, Milwaukee maybe, did it with with Giannis, but you need a, a top, top five and a, and a top twenty, some yeah, somewhere around there, something like that. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, on to MLB. I mean, not too much here. I mean, we got Judge still going crazy. <laughs> right now, he's at fifty one. He's got to get to uh, definitely not going to get to the the record, right? But I mean, he's got an opportunity to become the uh, all time leader for Yankees home runs. Uh, which is 61, so he needs another. 20, no, yeah, uh, he's 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 rolling now. He's at 50 now. Um, oh, I think he's at 51. Was it? I think it's 50. But anyways, he's he's uh you know he's still he's still raking. Uh, unfortunately, the Yankees are kind of up and down behind him right now. They 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 play well for a few games and then forget how to play baseball for a few games. So, but he's he, you know he he's uh he's focused on winning. Uh, he doesn't really, you know, at least to the media, he doesn't really care about the home runs. He just wants wants to win, uh, wants to get to the World Series, wants to win the World Series. So I think, uh, you know, if he's he's going to keep producing, um, he's going to have a big contract waiting for him at the end of the year. Oh, definitely. He's definitely about to cash out. He's got the winning lottery ticket right now. So it's just oh, a matter sure. of t- it's just a matter of time until we see those zeros 
hit his bank account this no, summer. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And then the, don't let the Yankees win either. That's going to, it's going to be a ridiculous. Uh, he's probably looking at, if they win, I'm probably thinking he'll probably get like at least 600. You think, you think so? I mean, everybody's getting five, man. I mean, they, yeah, they're he, not, he's, he's older than these guys though. That's the problem. I, I don't I know, bet, man. I bet, I bet he gets, I bet he gets something like, I don't know, let's say seven and 300, something like that. Somewhere, I don't in, know, you know, man. 30, 35 to $40 million a year. Even, even, I, even if they win the, the World Series, you think he still gets that? Even if, yeah. I just think that he's at an age where he, uh, he's just going to, it's just going to be tough to pay him that much money for that long. I don't know, man. I mean, but that's the thing. The Yankees, the Yankees got the money, man. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they absolutely do. Yeah. So I, 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 for them, the money, money's not a, money's not an issue. So yeah, no, no, absolutely. I just, I, I don't think it's, I just don't think they want to hamstring themselves down the road. Right. I mean, you gotta, you still, gotta be, even if you got the money, you still gotta be smart about it. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, that's the thing. What, what like how, how much would you, how much overpriced you think he'll get paid because, because he's a, uh, like pretty much a free agent. Like what if another team offers more right now? It's like a bidding war. It depends on the team. You know, I think he's probably got a number in mind. He'll go to the Yankees and, and you know, the Yankees will probably come in a little bit lower than, than what he wants. And then you negotiate, right? I, I, it's, it's on baseball. I think it's a little easier because everyone can offer the same amount. Um, so if he wants to stay in New York, you know, he'll get the contract there. I just, I, I don't think he's going to get the 12 or, you know, 10, 12 year, $500 million deals that the younger guys are getting. No, I think it's going to be a lot shorter, but I think, I think the money's going to be there though. It should. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, we're going to have to wait and see, man, because uh, the the more the more home runs he hits, the more uh, the better the Yankees do in the playoffs. Um, you can keep adding some more zeros to that number. Yeah, so he's he's thirty, right? So you figure he's got another, I would say, five or six good years, and and then you're going to pay for a couple of really terrible years. So I would say seven or eight years at thirty-five to forty million a year, probably. Yeah. So what? Uh, are you thinking of a five or a five or six? At that price? No, he'll probably get seven or eight because they'll they'll pay for his good years, you know, the five or six good years, and then and then the two really crappy ones where everyone's going to be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, unless he's like Pujols, man, you never know. That's nah, true. That guy's a machine. <laughs> the, they call him the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, he's unbelievable. Do you think he gets to seven hundred before he retires? Uh, yeah, because I think I think he's not going to quit till he gets seven hundred. No, he said he's done <laughs> no matter what at the end of this year. Uh, he's got six six more home runs to go. But that's the thing. If if you need six more, you, you think you could do it in half the season next year if you come back? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what he has this year, but I think it was a long shot coming into this year, and then he he got really hot after the uh, the break. Yeah, he's got so he's got fifteen homers, and I think the majority of those are like in the past month or so, month and a half. So if he gets to if he get, if he gets his six more. Uh, I think he retires a happy guy, but I, I don't think he's coming back to just hit, you know, a couple home runs. He's 42. He's been in the league, uh, gosh, 22 years. Uh, he'll, he'll be 43 soon. I think this is this is it for him. I mean, I hope he I hope he gets it done, man. Because it would suck if you, you like one or two short. That's what I said. If yeah. you like one or two short, you got to come back next year, man. Regardless, <laughs> man, you just got to come back for like a couple weeks and then and then kill it. <laughs> yeah, and then then just leave, man. <laughs> Just to finish at 700, and then uh, not really much else in baseball. The Dodgers are absolutely destroying the National League right now. 
They're destroying everybody, man. Like, <laughs> like they're on fire right now. Like, it's unbelievable. They're looking. Uh, they're on pace to break the wins record. Yeah, man. It's just they, they got a Avenger type squad, and they're living up. They're living up to the to the the hype. So, I mean, you can't you can't be mad at them, man. No, no, for sure. But I mean, everybody's gonna be watching to see if they fall or, or who they fall to, or if they do. But it's kind of like I feel like it's a. Uh, it's gonna be like a not really like Floyd Mayweather like people waiting for them to lose, but I mean people love to see uh other 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 people's downfalls. So people will be st- staying tuned to that. And then uh, Bobby L A has a big fan base, so you know all these uh L A baseball fans come out the woodwork when their team mm-hmm. is winning. Some people are, see with Dodgers gear on that never <laughs> never never mention anything about like in uh baseball in their life. So. I mean, it's no different than the uh, than, than the Yankees in the late '90s, right? I mean, people coming out of the woodworks uh, and everybody rooting against them. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. But I just feel like uh, that bandwagon is full, man. They need to hop on some other teams. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I know uh, your boy Tiger and uh, Rory looking to start their uh, the golf league. Yeah, the golf is, uh, you know, um, I think Rory Rory winning the the FedEx Championship was huge for the PGA Tour, huge win for them. Obviously, they lost uh, they lost six more guys uh, this week with headlining you know headlined by Cam Smith, number two player in the world, which was it's it's tough blow, but you know I think I think this you know ultimately I think this will probably be good for golf. Uh, you're already seeing some of the changes. Uh, into next year where they're, you know, they're guaranteeing 20 events with all the top players in the world, bigger purses, more money. Again, stuff they've probably been working on, but we're, we're dragging their feet a bit and, and this kind of pushed them uh, to do it. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out over the next couple of years and whether or not the, the guys on the, on the live tour can, can stay in the majors because they're, they're going to be losing uh, world golf rankings. And that's what kind of, uh, drives uh, the fields. So, like I said, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But but uh, I think I think overall, I think it's good for golf and and um, it'll be good for viewing. Really, I mean, you get 20 solid events, uh, which is is kind of unheard of. Oh yeah, but I, I wonder what's going to happen if the uh, their league starts to rival the PGA the PGA. Yeah, I just don't know if it ever will. Uh, you know, it depends on if they get the, the the world golf rankings and all that. But eventually, that you know, those big sum guaranteed sums of money are going to go away, uh, and this might be the end of it. I mean, Cam Smith might be the last one, unless it's like, you know, I heard they offered Hideki Matsuyama like something like four hundred million dollars or something like this, um, just because he pulls in so much money uh, from mm-hmm. Japan. But I, I think the PGA is is kind of you know, keen to what's going on and, and they know they need Hideki and, and, and they probably did some, you know, behind the doors dealing to, to keep him. But I, I think, like I said, ultimately that's going to all dry up and then it's going to be, you know, what tour do you want to play on it? And I just don't see the competition on, on the live tour. And then if you're, if you're, you know, if you're guaranteeing bigger purses for the best players in the world, I think that there's a more of a, you know, these guys are competitive, right? They they mm-hmm. want to play with the best players. They want to they want to win these tournaments. So I think they ultimately the the PGA Tour will will survive, but um, it's definitely gonna take a hit. It already is. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm wondering because that's what I'm saying. If uh, I mean we see we see what uh, Liv did, right? They put some dents in the PGA right now. Mm-hmm. 
imagine all these players now that want to go pay, play for, um, you know, Tiger and Rory, right? So, yeah, um, but that's a different thing. That's going to be a, a Monday night thing, which it, and it's all virtual. So it'll be, I think it's what three teams of three, six teams of three, something like that. That will be an interesting concept because they'll have like a crowd in, in inside somewhere. I don't know. We've got to see how it all kind of plays out, but that looks like a kind of a fun, fun Monday night deal. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The ratings, man. Imagine, imagine you're getting double the ratings on on that tour compared to the PGA. I mean, now, yeah, now you that that won't be a tour though. That's just going to be a a one you know one night thing. I think it's going to be in conjunction with the PGA tour. No, 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 bro. That's what I'm saying. So let's say you have a one night, right? Oh, and, I see what you're then, saying. Right. Let's say you have it one night, right? And then now yeah. the ratings, the ratings are double than whatever the highest uh, PGA event was, right? Now, uh-huh. now all of a sudden, Comcast says, "Hey, Tiger, Rory, hey, oh, we're willing to sponsor you guys X, Y, Z if you if we can get more uh, matches, right? Mm-hmm. Then from one match turns to five, five to ten, and then now you got all these advertisers in the in the uh, in the mix, right? Trying to uh, because of the ratings." And then now the PJ is just uh, the second fiddle. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that'll happen just because it's 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 virtual golf, and and I, I just don't don't see that. And again, like it's in, it's going to be in conjunction with the PGA Tour, so I think the PGA will benefit from it if anything. Yeah, I mean we got the way to see, man. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting though. But definitely, mm-hmm. if uh, if it doesn't turn into anything, it's definitely going to give uh, more light to the PGA. So yeah. that time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so tonight uh we had a, a vegetable medley uh with a grilled sausage and a a dill uh like a creamy dill sauce mixed in so veggies they use they use a red onion zucchini yellow and green pepper and mushrooms and, and just kind of mix those all up olive oil salt pepper grilled them up and then separately did just uh four sausages uh, uh on the grill and and then uh for the sauce it was a uh, mayo based with um, olive oil salt pepper garlic powder onion powder garlic lemon juice and then uh, a bunch of, of uh, fresh dill chopped up so really just put a base of, of veggies down you know took this the sausage chopped it up Threw it on top of the veggies, threw on the the sauce on it, and mixed it all together, and it was a you know a nice, relatively quick and, and healthy meal. I mean, you can't go wrong with sausage and peppers, man. No, no, never. And wait, what kind of what kind of um, sausage? What did you said? You said the so it was a it was like a it was a Polish style brat, but it was uh, I forget I don't know it was it was delicious. It was it was just a local I think a local one um, down here in Charlotte, but it was. It's really good. I mean, that sounds good though, man. Because I remember, yeah. I, I remember any time we made sausage and peppers for barbecues, you could just eat it with the on a uh, on a bun like a hot dog, oh, for or sure. yeah, yeah. or you can just eat it straight up with the uh, just the sausage and peppers. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, would you guys drink that down with? So this week, um, got a a beer, another beer from from Charlotte. Uh, Sycamore is the, the brewing company. They're just just south of the city, pretty big, pretty well known. 
their flagship is uh, the Mountain Candy, so that's what we had tonight. It's uh, I'd say it's a pretty standard IPA. Uh, you can pretty much get it anywhere around here. Uh, and another another one similar, you know, it's 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 you know, think twelve bucks for a four pack, which isn't too bad. And you know, I think it's it's. I would just say it's it's just you know your your kind of go to standard you know dry hopped uh, IPA. It's 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 got some citrus. You know they 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 quote that it it kind of tastes like a little bit like rainbow candy. I don't I don't really get that, um, but I do get the the heavy citrus flavor and okay. just, again just pretty pretty standard. I you know I'd probably throw it at like a an even seven. I mean that's not too shabby. But no, uh, I think it's one, one of those where you you know you know what you're gonna get. It's not gonna wow you, but you're not gonna be disappointed either. Yeah, I mean that's not bad. That's what I said. It's not bad. So wouldn't call it a staple, but I mean it's definitely something. Uh, probably more of a, a mood, a mood type beer. Yeah, I think it's something if you, if you're at a place and you don't really know, uh, or you're not you know familiar with the beer list and and you see it, or if you're at a you know a grocery store and you want to just want to grab something quick, you don't want to have to you know look up beers or think about it. I think I think uh, you you know you're not gonna go wrong. Yeah, that's definitely. As I said, it's one of those that uh can't go wrong. But it's not one that you uh you would go to more right. like more often to what maybe once every few months or so. But exactly, exactly. Sounds great, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh that's uh JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh this week for the BRR is not too much. I mean, we had uh mentioned before we have rap shit, great show. If you like insecure, check it out. Um, you know, about two women that um are inspiring to be uh female rappers. So definitely has some ratchetness to it. Definitely fun to watch. One thing I was surprised about this week actually was uh, that the Dragon Ball Z movie beat out uh, Idris Elba's uh, Beast movie at the box office. So I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, nobody wants to see uh, Idris Elba fight Scar from uh, Lion King. So there was some other news in uh, Love Love is Blind. All the couples from the second season are split up. So we saw that coming just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the Mike Tyson uh, uh, Hulu series started. So far, it's okay. Not going to lie. I wasn't impressed. I was expecting more. I thought we were going to get more than uh, what they showed, but maybe they'll come in later later episodes. And part of me wants to hate it because uh, Mike Tyson didn't okay it. They kind of just did it based off of, you know, the book, one of the books he wrote. So, which I think is weird. Like, how, do, like how, does, how, does, how does copyright, like, how does that work with copyright? If somebody makes a movie on the book you wrote, but you don't get paid for it. Hmm. I, I don't know how that works. That all works out. So that, that that's an interesting thing. And I'm also interested to see when his comes out, because apparently Jamie Foxx is playing them. And uh, we saw Jamie Foxx play Ray, did a great mm-hmm. job with that. He so yeah. I can only imagine the, vo- the voice of, uh, you know, him doing the voice right, but then he's going to have to get the body right in shape. And then the other pieces around it, as far as like, you know, the Tyson story, the situation with Don King and all the other aspects. So, mm-hmm. Then uh, we got the Lord of the Rings coming out this week as well. Hearing good things about it. It's going to be like Game of Thrones on steroids with this budget that uh, Tom t- Tom told us about. Each episode is like $50 million. So, I mean, we're going to get a lot of CGI, a lot of uh, costumes, a lot of stuff going on. Even though I wasn't the hugest fan of uh, Lord of the Rings, I'm definitely going to check it out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it, it's going to be a good one. I mean, again, we're rivaling uh, House of Dragons here, but it should be good. Oh yeah, because I think this is the the Lord of the Rings is like a prequel to the um um the Lord of the Rings the like movies as well. So I mean, okay. I'm gonna have two two prequels going at it <laughs> with a with uh I mean similar similar 
like atmospheres and styles, but uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I just hope the Lord of the Rings one is not too like in depth where you get lost. You, mm-hmm. re- you don't remember who's who, right. but you know, I'll probably just watch one of those who's who videos uh, <laughs> after the first episode. Just have the Wikipedia up on the side. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Well, the, uh, the, the thing with um, Amazon, like when you press pause, oh, it will show right. you. It shows you the characters, but it won't show you like. It doesn't give you the full uh, in-depth breakdown, though, no. like how how we want it, where it shows this person was related to this person or right, so forth. Right. So, and then um, C is back. I mean, great shows. Like uh, it's pretty much like um, uh, Game of Thrones, but people can't see, but no mm-hmm. dragons. <laughs> I so, mean, so so it's not like Game of Thrones. Yeah, not really. But I mean, if I had to compare it to something, <laughs> I would say it's similar to like a Game of Thrones where um, there's different um, factions and they're all fighting for power. But the thing is, everybody's blind. Right. And then there's like people that can see, but the people they can see, they consider them witches and like they mm-hmm. kill them, like, you know, kill yeah. them like witches. Um, but then there's people that can see that they don't know that can see, um, which is obviously which is pretty funny but yeah i mean overall is, uh, the fight scenes are great it's the way they the fight scenes are interesting because even though they're blind like it shows you how they rely on their other senses to fight mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they'll tap the floor or like they feel by feel by vibrations mm-hmm. um and then they have like assassins that just follow people and but they like people they can't detect them because they're just like silently moving around them uh, which is pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. uh, but overall, it's a good show, man. Definitely something nice. you want to check out. I mean, I, I think this season is the last season, the third season. So, if you probably wait for it to finish, you can binge all three seasons, give you something to watch for the fall uh, nice. after Game of Thrones or during uh, Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm. your girl, uh, your girl Rachel is uh, Delusia suing Netflix for uh, the inventing Anna. Oh, really? Yeah, she's that. she's claiming they defamed her, which is uh, which I thought was pretty funny. I mean, they based they based their documentary off of the uh, New York Times magazine uh, article they put out about her mm-hmm. and all that information. So, I mean, well, how could you sue somebody for defaming you when you was like frauding? I, I, <laughs> it's it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a you know they, she's claiming a dishonest portrayal. Um, you know these these companies, you know these production companies vet this stuff big time before they go and do it. So. You know, mm-hmm. she can she can sue it, you know, sue them basically just to say, hey, look, that wasn't me, even if she's not doesn't intend on winning or or anything like that. Um, but just to kind of save face, that's, that's typically what they do. Yeah, but I figure maybe that maybe they'll probably still settle. I feel like they probably eventually but, at but the end of the day, they'll probably give her a couple hundred thousand dollars and tell her to go screw. Yeah, but I mean, it's probably money she don't have. No, maybe, I, maybe. I agree. So, I mean, I'll take I'll take a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but for Netflix, it's a you know, it's it's a you know, basically like shut up, shut up, money. Like just yeah, pretty much. Give you know, leave us alone. Then let's get to it, man. We got yeah. House of Dragons episode two. How are you feeling now about it, man? It was it was a little uncomfortable for for a little while there. Uh, <laughs> when, the, when, when the king was about to marry a nine year old, I, I I I think I audibly gasped when I when I saw her walking with with him. Uh, I was just like, whoa. Um, but I, I think that, you know, ultimately we kind of saw the decision that was going to happen um, and knew that it was not going to be a popular one with the, um, I forget, his his cousin and I forget his name now, the other, uh, the Valerian family there. Uh, I think it, it's obviously setting up uh, Damon and uh, the Valerians against uh, against um, 
the Targaryen family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think I think they're they're setting the basis here. They did a you know six month hop, and then you know there's another big hop here to 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 get them into you know where where the the, the action takes place. But um, you know, I thought it was good. I think it was more of like a setup episode more than anything, which is fine. You you need, you need them, uh, but. We'll have to see how the uh, the new the new uh, marriage plays out and how that ties into the the heirs and all that, right? Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, I mean, we're gonna see the this is when the dominoes is gonna start falling. Um, oh yeah. And uh, things are about to get crazy. And then they showed the guy I was talking about the the crab the oh, crab, yeah, the crab uh, guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's rumors going around that he's like a bastard uh, Targaryen too. So. Oh okay. That, I mean, that would make sense. I think. Yep, and then um, but I mean that's not the that's not the other Easter egg somebody told me, but I'm about to give it to you right now. So, all right, what you got? All right, so you remember the lady that they washed in Game of Thrones, right? You remember the lady that uh that was walking around talking about she's the sun sun god or whatever it was. Uh, I forget her name. Um, is it Melisandre? Is that her? The uh, the the red the red woman. Yeah, her, right? Yeah, that's Melisandre. So you remember how at the end, right, where after like the Night King was defeated or whatever, she took off the the the, the um to like brace the not brace the uh the like chain gauntlet on her neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like there's like scenes where the um what you call it the the da- the daughter has like that same gauntlet on. Okay. Renaris. Yeah. So basically, they're saying that maybe that she turns into her. Mel- she is Melisandre. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's her because remember she's the one that's still the father told her the story about the pretty much the Night King. What's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. then she she's going around spreading that. She's like the only one that really knows it, and that's probably why she she knew that because her father told her, and mm-hmm. that's why she's so old because when she takes the the. Uh, thing off and you notice when she takes it off she has white hair oh, yeah, um, yeah. so maybe that they're saying maybe that's her in the future i guess we'll have to find out yep gotta run we're gonna have to facts 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 check fact check that <laughs> some more uh, but definitely keep an eye out for that um yeah but overall i like the, I like the direction the show's going looks like it's getting uh spice it's gonna get spicier and spicier each episode um yeah. and then we just gotta we just gotta pay attention to these time jumps because um, mm-hmm. they're gonna be they're gonna be moving fast. They are. Then um, uh, still finishing up Blackbird. Got one episode left. All right, we'll have to throw 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 a view down next week on that. I mean, so far so good, man. But like you said, you said the ending was a little disappointing. But I mean, we kind of figured what was gonna happen because yeah, it's based off a true story. It's not like sure. something that uh that uh was like fiction where they you know made it up. So right. And then uh, what any other sh- new shows you're watching? Uh, finished up Echoes, which was on the uh, you know new new hot shows on on Netflix. I thought it was pretty good. I, I think we we talked about it a little bit. It's a little confusing at first, but you, you figure out why they they don't really give you a backstory, but they, they it kind of plays out throughout the whole show. But I think I think it's worth a watch. It and I think like Tom Tom had said, it's a it's it's definitely a tough one to land to to bring home. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they did I thought they did a pretty good job. You know it. It wasn't like there was no like huge bombshells dropped at the end. You kind of had an inkling of what what was going on, but um, I thought overall it was it was a pretty good show, well worth the watch. It's it's seven episodes, it doesn't take the, take too long, and it, it was pretty good. Acting was pretty good. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with good acting, man. But 
No, um, and, and, and it's all, you know, the, the mysteries, right? I mean, there's there's multiple, you know, murders over the course of 25 years that, that now are coming to light that, you know, they're trying to solve, but they've just had a hard time doing. And, and it's uh, it's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, man. Definitely. On, that, that's definitely on my list uh, coming up after these shows, because I got to finish uh, Blackbird, uh, started the, the Manti Teo documentary, pretty much when you got mm-hmm. catfished by another mm-hmm. player. And then uh, I got that on my list. And then, um, I mean, we're going to have, obviously, we got C, we got Game of Thrones, or it was called House of Dragons. We got The Lord of the Rings. And then I think there was uh, something else starting, too, that was on my list besides those. And then I think that's pretty much it, man. I don't got anything else. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.